I go, and a lot of people from Vancouver, I think they'll say this to you as well, um, it's very like close-knit. Mm-hmm. Um, people who actually do grow up here, they kind of stay to their bubble. People aren't as friendly. Whereas wow. LA, like sure, you might actually get someone who's like a piece of shit, but like you know right away. Or like I just find people are more like, like it's, uh, but you just like, you know what you're getting right off yeah. the bat. Um, I like so to I, say LA people wear their shark on their sleeve. They just, <laughs> if they're a piece of shit, you can tell immediately. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Welcome to Oops All Segments, the very best podcast hitting your eardrums at this very moment. I'm Kevin. I'm Thomas. And today we are here with our guest, Kaylee Osadic, the songbird of our <laughs> generation. That's something I thought of and I felt like saying. It didn't okay. get me very far. The name did not last very long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a very brief generation, right? It's yeah. a, there's not it's not a not a wide net to catch. Kaylee, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? It's been a long time. Yes, yeah. We haven't we haven't spoken or seen each mm-hmm. other in years. Um, but I thought it was time. Um, it was time. Now is the yeah. time. <laughs> now is the time. Hash now. out some old shit. Yeah. <laughs> bring it bring it all to the table. This is where everyone's gonna hear it. Everyone's gonna what get all Haven't our... you guys resolved? Let's get into it. This is yeah. Mark Marin, WTF. We're gonna oh my break God. it down. Well, yeah. Actually, imagine- like, since you, since, see, already, I'm already cutting off. Yeah, know? no, please, cut um, off. Since you, like, brought up, like, yeah, like, I I chat a lot and you got that uh, impression that I'm shy. This has been something that's been, like, super reoccurring my whole life because yeah. I always explain to people they're so put, like, taken aback when they're, like, you're, you're an introvert or, like, you're <laughs> not super outgoing. Like, I'm very chatty and people look at me like, yeah. oh, this, like, chatty, blonde, like, yeah. excited puppy girl, but yeah. like, I'm actually very introverted and like i get mm-hmm. my energy from being more quiet but everyone thinks i'm shy I'm not yeah really you shy. see that's that's because i spent like time in theater school with you like sitting in classes and like watching and like that's like when you spend time like in rehearsal you get to see what someone's like like not as like uh not when they're trying because they're like sitting yeah. in the green room tired after like a 12-hour cutie yeah and so it's like uh, oh yeah that's what you're actually like as a person is that like yeah yeah totally totally well um we usually do start the show off with a bit of a and so so what's what's up with you what's going on in the life of kaylee osatic i am big big west coast gal uh currently <laughs> in vancouver um but a lot of people like don't know where i'm residing like anymore like i go oh. to la quite often now to um like study or i'm in a sketch group now that me and my friend mm-hmm. actually just kind of took over so that's been oh, cool. a cool experience because i don't know how to produce I don't know what the boom things are and like are they like a poking <laughs> stick like what like yes. what do you do with this yeah. so it's you everything can, you can do that with them yeah yeah not advisable um, but allowed um, yeah so i've been back and forth and then yeah no one everyone's like oh are you in winnipeg you in vancouver are you in la it just depends on the day they ask <laughs> well yeah. that's a that's fun how you're trans- a coastal, coastal elite yeah i think yeah you're an out of touch liberal like <laughs> snowflake. I'm I'm gathering. I didn't. I mean think to, it I, should be an extreme sport. 
Yeah. Oh, like coastal, like, yeah, like like yeah. flying, like traveling and living in multiple places. Where in the world is Kaylee is the new, is the new game, right? That's, yeah. be that's the new what my mom city. says. And my yeah. Kid, yeah. Like, that's how they yeah. start off their messages. They're like, where, where in the world is Kaylee right now? Yeah. They've been talking to me. So that's how, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been coaching them through how to communicate. Um, amazing. In between amazing. Vancouver and LA. Which which city has more personality, more flavor, more Ooh. texture to it? Oh yeah, I like this question because makes some I I admit that I kind of had the stigma, like not even like four years ago, of oh L.A. people are probably really like flaky and fake. But mm-hmm. the more I go, and a lot of people from Vancouver, I think they'll say this to you as well. Um, it's very like close knit. Mm -hmm. Um, people who actually do grow up here, they kind of stay to their bubble. People aren't as friendly. Whereas Uh LA, like, sure, you might actually get someone who's, like, a piece of shit, but, like, you know right away. Or, like, I just find people (laughs) are more, like, like, it's, Uh, but you just, like, you know what you're getting right off the bat. Um, I like to say LA people wear their shirt on their sleeve. They just, (laughs) if they're a piece of shit, you can tell immediately. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, I, 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 Thomas famously despises Los Angeles. I hate LA and yeah. the fact you, that you said some nice things about it. I'm pissed, but it's great that <laughs> glad someone had a good experience there. I got punched in the face by a stranger and Thomas in West lived in LA Hollywood. for what a year, two years, less than you? a year. Less than a year. You were doing improv, or what were you doing down there? Yeah, mainly improv and getting punched in the face was my <laughs> other my other sort of focus at the time. So yeah. Uh, I, I did some unpsychotic internships. agents. And, yeah. I lived with a roommate who was in a cult. I, I just had the whole LA experience and then I, I fled it forever. It was so good. It was so good. So no really, chance of going back? It's it's one of my least favorite places on earth, but I do my, my girlfriend Kim does kind of like it, so if if some I don't know, if something exciting happened in her career, that would be the one thing that would drag me back there. But I'm nice. really fighting not to. <laughs> you're I'm sort of so trying to sabotage her career right that's that's why i hope so yeah if she could stay kind of unknown <laughs> largely in kind of the national theater scene that would be huge for me hey yeah. you, you make it but not in la like all these make years. it on yeah. my terms yeah, yeah. thomas would love it if kim was to blow up in the winnipeg theater scene that would Dude, be his yes. ideal situation um speaking of which t-bone how's things out in the shy town what's new with you buddy Oh, they're pretty good. Tonight I will be... This is the most Chicago event of all time that I'm going to tonight. It is a comedy show hosted at a hot dog restaurant (laughs) pop-up. And the restaurant is known for people being rude to you when you order. It's called the Wiener's Circle. Um, And our former guest of the pod, Chris Turner, is performing there. So I'm going to go see that and get a hot dog and watch some comedy. It'll be weird but i'm excited that's fun it's a bit of a weird premise to imagine doing a comedy show in a venue that's like that karen's diner style place where they're like let's insult you like it just feels like the atmosphere is already primed for the worst type of comedy i'm not saying those diners are bad i think the concept is funny and i get the appeal and I think this one's a little different. Like, there's sort of Ed DeBevix is like the one where it's like, come in, you better have a sense of humor. We're going to roast you. This one right, is more, they're like, just your like, get your food. Dumb, and- you asshole when you walk yeah. in. No, like, they're more like, get yeah. your food and get out. Like, it's just like, we have no time for this. Don't, <laughs> oh. don't like dilly dally. Like, what the hell do you want? Like, they that just, kind they of just energy. run their restaurant the way that like a bunch of line cooks wish it was run. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. And makes sense to me. And, uh, so it's, and it's actually, honestly, it's a little appealing. 
Do you yeah. think yeah. there ever will be a Karen themed diner? Oh, the, the, like a where fully, everyone like, I like calls mean, the like, manager, no matter what happens, <laughs> and it's just like chaotic, and like all like the servers, everyone is like super just uptight. Oh, that's interesting. Like that's rather, fun because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there is actually like a gimmick diner called Karen's Diner, but the premise of that one is like Dick's Last Resort or whatever it is, mm. where they're just like rude to you. What you're describing yeah. is like where the entire staff are made up of like like. It's bob cutted angry yeah. middle-aged women. Everyone's sad. The customers, like the, Just, the wallpaper. And like they all have there. way too much time to like yeah. to, 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 to like waste. Open twenty-four you. hours. Yeah. Incredibly Every- fragile type A girl bosses who just yeah. like- and it takes it takes six hours for you to get your meal because they're arguing with you over every element of it. But the Google meals reviews great. is just flowing with like paragraphs and paragraphs. <laughs> you do like that the is... idea of a chain of people asking to speak to the manager in the Karen <laughs> Diner, and they're just all deferring to a different manager and asking to speak to a separate district manager to like deal just with like the manager request from the other person. A network of management from Karens. I like it. That's actually not a bad idea. Um, yeah, that's fun. How that's are you, exciting. Kevin? Me, I am fine. I am doing fine. <laughs> Good. Uh, I always I always act a little surprised when it, me you, you want to ask about me <laughs> my uh, turn out of yeah. one two three <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's my turn already uh this guy uh no I I'm good I I didn't think of something to talk about before we recorded today but in the I'm going to see I'm going to see a comedy show tonight as well actually previous guest oh. of the show Kristen Anderson is doing a show at Barnhammer Brewing that I'm going to go see nice. um yeah so uh. I'm excited about that. I uh, I just we just did like a D and D record last night. My, I'm very like creatively busy right now, as well as trying to balance a bunch of stuff with work. And also, I am going to like Minneapolis in a week, and then Chicago in like three weeks. And so my schedule is just very full. And uh, I'm trying. I've got a lot of. Uh, I feel like the. Spinning plates. I'm doing a lot of plate spinning. You need right to now. train for the extreme sport. That is. Yes. Yeah. In your uh, my 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 life is sort of like the microcosmic version of the extreme sport of your life, where you're like traveling around to different places. I do that, but it's all in Winnipeg. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> and it's difficult. And yeah. Winnipeg spread out, so that's like no one should yeah. estimate that. Like, it takes an equally amount, yeah. equal amount yeah. of emotional effort to get from you, LA to Vancouver you, as it does you, to get from my house you to the north. Summer end. in Transcona. That's like your version of. <laughs> yeah, I'm a snowbird. I fly just a little south for the winter which is to Morden Winkler um, <laughs> yeah T should we ride our way into a warm up segment Morden and Winkler south of Winnipeg I don't know man Winkler, I don't know my fucking Morden's for sure south I think Winkler I think is a little bit off eat shit Thomas eat total shit um, Kaylee do you have to be the smartest person in the room is that um, like it normally doesn't happen, that, so when I have the opportunity, I'm going to jump. I'm going to take it. It just feels like you're showing off because you're new here, and that's fine. <laughs> but just understand where your bread is buttered, and that Serious is... Serious consequences. Yeah. Um, because I go to LA, my bread is not buttered. It is actually avocadoed. Avocadoed. With, with <laughs> gluten-free... <laughs> All 
That's Dude. fair. They don't use Get butter in LA. They use guacamole. Of. Let's go. Okay, I like you again. I'm not mad anymore. Why don't we? Yeah. S- why don't we skip? <laughs> We've been doing a segment for a long time. Yeah. Where I ask our guests a personal question and then, and then they insult me. And we're gonna not do that segment today, Kaylee. But I'm still gonna bring it up. Personal questions. I'm still gonna bring it up, but we're not doing it. It's been retired. So instead, for we're going to do a, a warm-up segment, okay. and we are going to uh, spin the wheel and do something at random. Woo! Sounds like my brain most days. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, alright, we got number 70, Villain Monologues. Participants Ooh. must come up with absurd villain names for one another, and then present villainous monologues as those characters. Ah. Ah. Uh, I see, I see, I see. So we kind of got to pass around suggestions for um, sort of, uh, what was it, names? Was it villains? Yes, yeah, so we'll come up with like a title, like the Riddler or whatever oh, and right, for each right. of us. And then we'll present a sort of origin story or a monologue expressing that villain's point of view and their mm-hmm. sort of tactics and all that sure. stuff. I'm going to um, give you, Thomas, I'm going to imbue you with one here. Okay. I'm going to offer you Squeaky Wheel. Okay. The squeaky wheel. Thank That's you. you. Yeah, Great. It's going to be you. Um, to you, Kaylee, I am going to offer you motion capture. <laughs> Mocap is genuinely a pretty good villain name. Like, motion capture. I think right. it's yeah. a character in Mortal Kombat, Mocap, and he's literally oh, wearing the blue suit like, with yeah, the balls right. on it's him, like a, but it's, yeah. I didn't mean to make that connection, so ignore that. Motion capture, however you interpret yeah. that. And Kevin, you are going to be king of pine needles. King of pine needles. Okay. Sure thing. Sure thing. Um, And we're doing a villain monologue? Yes. Okay. Do you have any music? Could we do an underscoring of some kind of sinister music perhaps? Yeah, yeah. Give Give me a few seconds here. If you can set the scene for a second. Yeah. Okay. Um, so imagine uh, a hush falls over the press conference. The president does not appear. In his place, uh, there is a, a lone spotlight that, that emerges, and this sort of slippery, circular man kind of rolls onto the stage uh, as he gradually rotates into place at the microphone and begins to speak. People of the press, thank you for joining me today. You might not know me well because no one has ever taken the time to truly know me, to love me, to hold me. All my life I've been neglected, forgotten, just because I invented the wheel thousands of years too late. That clever Neanderthal stole my idea, (laughs) and nobody thought that I was clever when I independently also thought of it. (laughs) But I will make you adopt my wheel, which is an octagon shape and isn't quite as efficient as the original, but still works pretty well. And to force you to accept my demands, I have lubricated this entire chamber. Each of you is covered 
in a slippery fluid that will prevent you from touching, hugging, embracing your fellow humans. For you see, I was never embraced or loved. And now, my command is here. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. You're all greased up and you can't hug each other. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> Bye, my octagon. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love that, T. I loved it. Um, all right. Um, are you are you ready, Kaylee? Let's give it a go. Okay. It's dusk. It's a busy busy picture a big like metropolitan city lots of mm. people walking around like almost everyone's got somewhere to be and then you see this eerie disfigured woman stand there watching everyone and she looks around and says how much time do i have to stand here and see everybody ignore me day after day I'm tired of this fast-paced economy. Everybody needs to slow down and pay attention to me. Ah, <laughs> I have a plan. <laughs> I'm going to slow down this entire city by killing them off one by one. <laughs> then there'll be no more demands, no more fast Space walking, no more deadlines, and the world will be mine. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Capturing all the motion by being a serial killer, I think, which is <laughs> getting rid slow. of getting rid of all the motion. <laughs> yeah, we have to slow down and pay attention, like be a bit more <laughs> mindful. And to do that, I'm gonna kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um Okay, I was the king of pine needles? All right, here we go. That's right. We see a forest. It is a forest frosted over by the icy winds of the winter. And a small village bustles about in the wide shot as we zoom in. And then we... we, we we see closer images of these of these families in this village, and everybody seems destitute. Everybody seems like they are unable to kind of make ends meet. People seem like they're sort of quickly doing whatever they can to survive uh, as they move around. And up on a hill in the distance of this village is a humbler than one might expect, but still larger than all of the other dwellings in the town, a wooden castle and inside of this wooden castle there is a large throne room sitting at the center of which is a incredibly short and stout man um, with a very bushy beard and um, uh, and no uh, hair atop the top of his head but a uh, very uh, sort of spindly crown placed above it and uh, a a peasant sort of begs for his um, begs for his graciousness as he looks down at him and simply says, 
You only get green. And then more <laughs> pine needles rain down upon this peasant who gets who has to eat the pine needles and the the monarch you only slowly get green. That's right. Everything is evergreen. And he walks over the peasant and looks out of his crappy little balcony into the shitty town that's all suffering. This <laughs> villain is such a loser. <laughs> He's the king of pine needles, man. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. I like um, that your villain monologue was one sentence long. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was running tech, Best okay? That's <laughs> good. I, I couldn't think of line a lot during Christmas. <laughs> I genuinely meant for my one liner to be now everything is evergreen, but mm-hmm. I fucked up. And then <laughs> I, 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 forgot and I called you up. out. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I'm glad. I also I like that it. you described him like a little teapot man. He was short yeah. and stout. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what's more intimidating? That always scared me the most. Um, so was the, obviously know, this, this wasn't included in the description, but Mary fuck kill motion capture <laughs> the king of pine needles or squeaky wheel <laughs> <laughs> i think like you've gotta you've gotta marry the king of pine needles because he's got <laughs> himself set up right like i but i mean i because like i don't want to marry a serial killer and I'm not mm. keen on marrying like a grease monkey um you know so, I, I think I'd marry the squeaky wheel because he's an inventor. We'd all marry ourselves. He's an innovator. <laughs> um, I do think, yeah, you you don't want to, you don't want to, I think I'm going to kill the king of pine needles for all what? that bullshit he said. What? And then I'm going to have one, I'd... one glorious night with motion capture before she murders <laughs> me. <laughs> oh I was going to say, I think I'd, I think I'd, kill myself because like you gotta get killed the motion caption before she kills you and yeah. I got right. married. It's dangerous. She's dangerous. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just protecting yourself. Just right. remove yourself. The king of pine needles is an oppressor and the squeaky wheel is an annoyance, but she she motion capture will kill you. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's that. And then one night with Squeaky Wheel because I don't know, I think being set up in a conference room, like you have to have something going for you, some like business. <laughs> you could like I had like fun, fun time. Might have money. I don't know. And then yeah. marry the Pine King guy. I, yeah, you see, I feel like the one night with Squeaky Wheel makes sense because they get the grease, right? Like I feel Except like that in the canon of this character, which I created, yes, he's so slippery that you can't physically like make contact with, with him. So that having sex tough. with the Squeaky Wheel would be a bizarre experience. You'd sort of be bouncing off of each other. Uh, it would be. Uh, yeah, know. it would be like um, it would just be a bit like, oh man, just where the hell did it go? Sound cue <laughs> note. That's okay. It would be a bit like this. Thomas just and I'm just gonna say it one more time. Yeah, please, I just give me one more. Having sex with the squeaky wheel might sound a little something like this. Oh my. Uh, that so, sounds right. 
There we go. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. Wow. It took so long. And timing and it was, is everything in comedy, yeah, and we got I, there. We nailed I, it. Oh my fucking god. Um, that was great. Yeah, it was something. Burn up. Uh, I think it's time for us to take a quick little ad break. Talk to the viewers. Well, we won't talk to the viewers, but someone else will about another podcast that isn't this podcast. And then we'll be right back with Kaylee Asadic on Oops All <gasps> Segments. <clears throat> Webster's Dictionary defines podcast as a domesticated, odd-toed, hoofed mammal with a great affinity for oats. That's a horse. Oh, right. But we are a podcast, and we're called Roommate Lovers. We do advice questions such as, why is my roommate using my toothbrush? How do I flirt without being creepy? Why are you using my toothbrush? I told you, I just couldn't find my nectar. We live together and are together, which is why we call the show Roommate Lovers. We're roommate and lover. We're roommate. We're roommates and lovers. Well said. Gross. Find new episodes of Roommate Lovers on Mondays wherever you podcast. Now that's a podcast of a different color. You mean horse? Uh, Yes, of course. (laughs) We are back. Kaylee. It's like we never left. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like we never left, partly because we may not have. Do you have a segment for us? I do. Whoa. So... I'm, like, known for, like, the person at the party when, like, everyone just wants to continue, like, drinking and having fun. I'm like, let's ask some questions. So I don't know if you yes. guys have heard. Um, we're not really strangers. It's not that game. Um, but something similar. So I was, I was thinking, I'm like, what could be something, like, topical I talk about or a game? And, you know, this whole, like, cancel culture thing. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, no more this, no more that. I was yeah. like, let's take a little spin off of that. Um, but I made some of the questions a little bit more fun with like mm. the odd deep one. Um, so I call it cancel or keep. Cancel or keep. I like yeah. it. And so I have a few kind of concepts or ideas where I will ask you and myself as well answer. Would you cancel it or would you keep it? I got or it. Or if right. you don't know and it's up for debate, we can discuss. Sure. Great. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. What's the first cancel or keep candidacy? Would you cancel or keep horoscopes and why? Oh, I feel going <laughs> to piss a lot of people off with my very strong and stubborn views that we don't yeah. need this shit. Cancel it. I actually going back to L.A. where everyone loves horoscopes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I dated someone in L.A. Uh, who looked up our horoscopes and said, hey, according to this, we're really compatible because we both like to have fun. And mm. I thought that that was <laughs> not, not specific enough. Yeah, exactly. And I don't like to have fun. I like yeah, to I was gonna say, they don't know you at, at all. Don't know playing me. Zelda and doing this fucking podcast, which I hate. So yeah, those are exactly. the two activities that I do. Um, it also said that we'd be sexually compatible, and that, too, was debatable. So I will say, uh, cancel oh. horoscopes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, am, I am also of the mind that though I enjoy a horoscope, and I think it's, like, all good and fun, um, we live in a day and age in which too many people are manipulated too easily by things that are maybe not well thought out enough. And I, I, I think that when things are harmless fun, they're fine. But no, I got to cancel. And I think that sometimes, I think that 
there's maybe I think the harm that bad horoscope interpretation does is so severe that I gotta I gotta say yeah I don't I don't get enough out of it to see it there now I'm I'm also a skeptic I don't think any of it means anything so I don't that's yeah. fair although yeah. both, both what you guys said is a very Scorpio answer I just will say no I'm just kidding yeah, we're both we're both Leo yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we share a we share a week this of, is are you something else that someone said I I said I was I'm I was like. I'm a Leo, but I don't act like a Leo. Like people are surprised when I say I'm a Leo and they're like, right. But that's what makes you such a Leo. And I'm like, not everything <laughs> can confirm the theory. Like, if you're not like one, you are. What's your sign, Kaylee? <laughs> or like, or like the opposite where like people who don't really know you yet and you tell them yeah. like, ah, yes. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Are you, what are you, what, what's your I'm sign? I'm actually, I, I'm the same. I think cancel, but I think it transitioned. Like I, I like, I believe that people should believe something if it resonates with them. So myself mm-hmm. personally, I'm, so, I'm one of the few who's like, I don't believe in horoscopes, mm-hmm. but I believe in mine. <laughs> oh, wow. It's true, so, but like, not about all of you, just about me. Like, I, just cause like I, but I resonate with mine, but I also yeah. agree with canceled just because I think people are misinterpreting it and using it for like, mm-hmm. oh, like, sorry for being a shitty friend. Like my venus is in my whatever right now whatever yeah Yeah. you can use it to justify you know (laughs) yeah i I feel like i do think like uh, most things i just think like one of the biggest cheat codes to being a human is admitting your own ability to fail and i think that like if you're able to just be like yeah i fucked up because i suck sometimes uh it's way better than being like it's because, like, there's something – because, like, even if that was true, which it might be, but even if it was true, yeah. if everybody doesn't believe it, it doesn't matter if, if I, like, the, if yeah. Venus isn't in retrograde or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. Like, it just doesn't matter it's, it's if so I don't believe pervasive. it. It's pervasive. It's weird because I think, like, as a culture, we're much more secular now. Like, religion is mm. a smaller role. But horoscopes are are, like, everywhere. And there's sort of this new, more, I think – individualistic spirituality that comes out of like that kind of thing and like personal guidance and like manifesting whatever you want to achieve and things like that um so it's an interesting shift in our culture like we're we don't believe in god by and large but we do believe in these other forms of like yeah mysticism kind of not that i mean i find organized religion less objectionable than horoscopes because it has a a rich history that I appreciate despite the harms, but I'm getting too serious. Right. So my favorite cheat code is a human <laughs> big head mode. <laughs> I, chose pulled this us one out, Thomas. A, I chose this one as a warm up one. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You oh, got I'm started. Hot. Yeah. I'm hot Thomas, now. Okay. <laughs> Thomas What's was talking next? about the, the benefits of organized religion. Next. Um, critical <laughs> race theory. Canceler keep. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, she just gets more and more specifically political. Uh, what's next, Kaylee? What are we canceling uh, or keeping? Is, I, I just put, buy that record. That means horoscopes dead. We kill them, right? They're gone. Goodbye, horoscopes. We're, we're the official. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> it's louder than I thought it was going to be. I'm sorry. That's the um, sound of making love to the king of pine needles. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what's next? Um, next one, I put baby showers, but hear me out. I'll go first. Okay. So I put this because I I want to keep baby showers, but I think my intention of bringing this up is the discussion of we we celebrate like like 
proposals and baby showers but then like what about your 35 year old friend who like no one has like a hurrah party where like gifts and stuff are being given it's like we're all saving these gifts i love kids and i love like all my friends but it's like sometimes you spend a lot of money to go to these showers yes yeah and it's like what about the fact that i just sure yeah Yeah. like like, yeah what about the sacrifices made i mean this it's the it's the as we get older and the economy gets worse um yeah so i guess what i'm saying is yeah like my answer is kind of both but I you want to you want to keep would, them. It sounds like you want to have like a like a non baby shower. It sounds like it sounds you like want you your want friends to gifts. throw you a party yeah. for just not for having children. You. I yeah. Just like, so like we like. I'm gonna I go get a vasectomy and then ask my friends to throw me a party and be like, <laughs> no, no, But you know what I'm saying? It. Like I, I I agree with them and I keep them, but I just I would keep it. But I feel like there's it more sucks. to celebrate than. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. I think. There should be like when I bought a PS5, my friend should have thrown a party for me and bought me stuff and like fit, Listen, because for me that is my child, you know. I when when Kara and, when Kara moved into my house a year ago, she brought in with her three cats that I now have to parent, and I adopted those cats, and I don't feel like anybody has come in with yeah. celebratory gifts. I don't you think anybody's a coming. Fucking parade when you yeah. Adopted. Yeah, and and I burned a forest down to reveal those cats' genders, and nobody cared. It was fucked. <laughs> uh, reveal their genders. <laughs> the youngest one when they moved in, I think, was four. But yeah, <laughs> um, I think uh, gender reveals are much more controversial. Like that would be sure. a, an easier mm. cancel for me. Baby showers. It does seem like I completely agree. I'm in that phase of life where I have like two or three weddings a year, and I'm spending all this money traveling and like getting people gifts and flying out and like doing bachelor party. There's so many different things that like eat up cash. Yeah. And I do think sometimes if you're always the groomsman, never the groom or whatever, you should get, you should get a gift too. Like I I feel like we need to institute cultural punch cards, right? I feel Mm -hmm. like if you had like a punch card where it's like, you've been at a guest at 10 weddings in the last five years, you get your own little mini wedding party for yourself. That's not a wedding, but it's like yeah. a little celebration. And then, you know, so uh, because like I, I don't age? want kids, I don't want to go to yeah. a baby shower. Yeah. I, I, I've been to baby showers before. I, I think they're fine. I think that I have friends that have invited me. And if you're a yeah. friend of mine and you've invited me to your baby shower, know that I didn't hate my experience there. I also think that like, Gift giving as a culture is a strange way for us to show love in the current materialistic way that we live our lives. So, like, I think that um, because there are like sixty, like Thomas, this is an example that is not very well tied in. But I, Thomas, in one year received like six different ice cube trays as a present. Or no, no, no. What was the other thing when you were fucking living remotely? You got ice. He does ice, ice have, baby. But I have about four meat thermometers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thomas got like, and and I'm just like, this is not like. I think the idea of like a community coming together to support a child and say, hey, we want to give you what you need to get that kid out in the world and stuff like that. All of that, where it's like traditionally founded, community based. Fine, I get, I see all of the benefits, but when it's like, hey, can you buy me a stroller and can you buy me um, like another stroller? And then like, I need uh, like, I, I don't know. It just feels a little, a little nutty. 
I, yeah. I, you know what? I'd be down with baby showers if I think that people were giving used shit instead of giving new gifts. I think if everybody mm-hmm. had a, if the expectation for gift giving was to like repurpose stuff that you already had, I'd be like, this actually kind of, this is actually kind of fuckwittable, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That's my, so anyway, I'm not canceling them, but like you, Kaylee, I think there could be some, some yeah, pivots. I don't feel like, as them. somebody who doesn't want kids, I feel like I don't have stake here. Like, I feel like I, I should. I think you should I be should. able to have an ambiguous party called a maybe shower where something's <laughs> oh, happening, but yes. you don't have to reveal to anyone what it is. Yeah. <laughs> some, some change is impending. A maybe, a maybe shower is really good. <laughs> I really like <laughs> yeah, I'm taking some notes here. Glorious. I loved it. Anyway, that was really right. loud again. I got to turn down the one. soundboard. Um, cancel or keep, or like cancel or change, the common, common first impression people get from you. So the most common oh. first impression you guys have gotten, would you, you, you want to keep it or are you hoping that it would be something else? Like essentially, this is like, am I happy with the first impressions I usually make? That's a I don't know what, what a they deep are. I question. Mean, Kaylee, I feel like you. I'm known. I'm known for the deep questions. Yeah, you're you driving right tell in. Tell me today what impression I gave because off. Because you don't really know Thomas know that each well. Other super well. That's true. I remember I, I almost made the comment when we started. I was like, Kevin, long time no talk, and Thomas, no talk. No time, no, <laughs> no ever. <talk. laughs> no time, no talk no. is the sequel to No Time um, to Die. <laughs> <laughs> um, first impression. Well, it's kind of because, like, I obviously know of you and who you are, or sure. and so obviously, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who Jesus, Thomas? Um, so I, and I, I also yeah. know without knowing you that you've like done all these things. So you've gone to like yeah, LA and Chicago, um, and like you teach and you act. And so I remember thinking, wow, this guy's very like driven and versatile. So I feel like mm-hmm. oh, wow. that would probably be my first actual first impression and then today my first impression was i only watched one of the segments you guys had and the mm. cat and dog thing came up so i was just like like i already kind of had that like not had that answer but that's well out of curiosity since we did this yeah briefly. we briefly our way back to it and we are going to do this every episode whether we like it or not <laughs> am change I the name of the show dog? to cat or dog yeah yeah is but, thomas the cat or dog uh Cat, but like not for the reasons like you think. Like, because again, I was like, well, I don't really know him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I was gonna say like cat just based on like I'm allergic to cats, and so I don't. Touch them. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so the reason he reminds you of a cat is that you no, feel no. like you you can't no. be near him. <laughs> no. No, I just Your like, eyes like, are puffy. <laughs> <laughs> one was red before I started, and I think my okay, no. So my it's because being, of the show. <laughs> my point being was, whenever I'm near them, I like they get really I feel like they're tra- drawn to people who are really standoffish with them, and so I can never uh. tell what they're thinking. I and so I was like, oh, but I don't know Tom, so I can't know what he's like thinking because I don't know him. So like that's yeah. honestly the reason I was fat. And then Kevin, and I, I see. like your hair is nice to touch. It looks like. <laughs> So my answer going to be as deep as he thought. That's good. No, I, I, that, that was pretty deep, actually. And I think um, there's an interesting thing to be said here of, yeah, every, a lot of people's first impression of me as a cat. So I feel like I do want to change it. I want people to think of me as a dog. Um, but it also made me think of my dad, his superlative in high school was the most mysterious boy. 
which I, you know, that's an incredible title. <laughs> mysterious titles. boy. Who's the mysterious yeah. boy in the corner? Yeah. The most and, mysterious boy. And wow, that exes, is a hot accolade to get. Yeah, it is. Although I think at the time it was bullying, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but when one of my exes described me as having no mystery at all, being like, <laughs> what you see is exactly what you get. It was sort of a compliment, but it was like, you just are you like it kind of you just kind of get the idea and then that's basically what it is i i actually um, don't think that that's true um just i mean as your dear close friend and i don't want you to carry that negative thought with you that's not true you you have an air of mystery about you i know you sure. very well and there's still things about and you i, I don't still know and I... hide every precious feeling and thought from you yeah, yeah. Yesterday we did a record and you sort of quit, logged off as fast as you could, um, which was kind of, you said like sort of, I got to go, and which is like a normal kind of behavior for you. You don't really like, we we show up, we do the show, we work really hard, and then that's it. Like you don't talk to yeah. me after. I got to bounce. Honestly, now? soon too. So yeah, uh, I'm going to change <laughs> my first impression, Kevin. Uh, I, you know, I really, really don't know what people's first impressions of me are. Um, I think like, they ain't good. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think like I, I do a lot of code switching. I think like when I, uh, because I have a lot of different like sort of roles in my life where I'm, uh, my status shifts a lot depending on where you meet me and what I'm doing. So like, if you meet me at work and I'm at my restaurant and I'm running things and I'm trying to get people to listen to me and find things and get things done properly, it's much more likely that I'm going to have a different first impression than when you meet me. Uh, even if you were to, like, there's lots of people who have met me on this show for the first time, and my energy on this show is not like my energy at the restaurant. I'm not going into like screaming at my staff like a psychopath and like playing loud sound cues throughout the restaurant so they get their job done. But no, I think, um, I think I'm quite, I, I mean, I don't know, I'm pretty comfortable specifically with who I am and I how it's received. So I think I'm going to keep it. Yeah, yeah, truthfully, I think you give a great first impression like an amazing oh. first impression and it is all downhill from there like there's this first like wow like this guy is so smart he's so charismatic but like the deeper you know kevin it's harder to sort of like reconcile the kind of yeah the unchangeable flaws about you i think oh <laughs> i was you, really you? okay um... I, I agree with what Kevin said, too. Like, I think I've realized over the last few years, like, it changed depending on who you're with and where you are. Um, but for sure, like, growing up, it was either always clumsy, which is very accurate, or, like, quiet. <laughs> which, like, now it doesn't bug me because same thing. Like, I know, I know who I am and what that actually means. And I know that I'm actually not quiet and shy. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, very observant and introverted. But growing up, I would have probably wanted to change it because I think yeah. it did affect, like, like kevin is crying continue but kevin is openly weeping Um, are you okay yeah yeah no let let me hear more about so what people thought you were shy that must have been kind of discouraging um because i feel like when you're young and you don't like obviously like know yourself you don't put in like the work that you do when you're older you you just believe what you hear and so i'm like oh i am quiet i am shy and i think that actually did prevent me from speaking up in certain Mm. groups unless i was like yeah doing theater doing other things i probably would have changed it to even just something like kind or like open but but yeah yeah Yeah. and kevin snap out of it but yeah i can see how um like that self-fulfilling prophecy of 
people describing you a certain way would influence your personality. And Kevin, buck up. Time to do the fucking show. Um, but yeah, Kayla, so okay, I'm back. <laughs> um, back. I was so even like, I didn't even like. Speed, speed. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Smoke, smoke, weed. Drag and he's happy again. <laughs> oh my god. That was such a mistake. And also, I feel like the lesson that I was trying to teach people was that if your friend is mean to you and you cry, you should get high. And that's not what I. Oh, fucking hell. Oh. Oh, God. Okay. Thomas. Keep moving the show along. Yeah. Um, Kevin's out of commission for a new reason. Do you have another? How many I more do, of these but do we have? I have yeah, one yeah. more, and it's like a fun one. So no, yes. more, no, okay, more, deep, do no more deep shit with getting yeah, in touch No with more crying. Feelings. No more tears. L'Oreal kids. Um, Crocs. Canceler keep. Mm. Oh, wow. You know, I've never worn Crocs. Kara just bought, <coughs> just bought me these like puffy cloud slides that I just actually left upstairs. But I've never worn Crocs. Have you ever worn Crocs, Thomas? I have once um but not i've never owned them i will say i was at a wedding they brought out a little box of like cheap crocs for all the women to put on instead of their high heels and stuff and that was a very nice gesture they were able to like enjoy and be comfortable for the wedding and it was sort of like you can dress down a little bit so for that reason i'm keeping the dang things i like okay okay yeah yeah kaylee are you a croc fan um i used to be but now i'm like what's the point like like they're not really comfy. Like I will wear them, and like things will poke through, and like I've got my mm. foot. They like oh, slip wow. off. Okay. Um, they like break easily. And they're kind I of mean, expensive, aren't they? Like, or are they cheap? I don't know. You said they were cheap, cheap, but I don't know if they are. Their cheap ones exist. I mean, okay. You get high end ones yeah. that might be a little bit more. Yeah, they're expensive Crocs, bougie Crocs, Louis Vuitton Crocs. <laughs> I'm in. Um, so you're you, you're you're canceling them, and you're keeping them, T. I'm keeping them. I have never engaged with them in a normal way, but I think I'm going to cancel them, and I'll tell you why. Because you know what a real croc is? A real croc of shit is this fucking show that I have to do every goddamn week with some... Yes, I do, because I have an impulse to create, and there's only (laughs) one person who does it with me. And so... I have to do it, and there's a stupid little fucker who lives in Chicago who thinks you it's fun to like join the podcast. Who fun, thinks it's like fun to like have people on and then drag you me. You love collaborating with me. I mean, yeah. my defense, I asked her, I asked deep questions. Yeah, he, it is your fault, actually, <laughs> Kaylee. Yeah. It is your. You know and what? Fuck you, actually. But you're you're in, a safe, you're in a safe space, and you know that's not how we actually like feel. So I think this is like a good. That's that was a healing moment. Uh, But I think if you want to really heal the wounds from this podcast, Kaylee, if you could just pull out your phone. Oh, um, yeah. And open the podcasts app. If you use if you have an iPhone and you use the Apple podcast segments. Yeah. And then rate it. uh, Uh, Apple podcast, preferably. Yeah. Apple podcast. You know, (laughs) this is a new segment that we have on the show. Five stars. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We're going to make you do that on air. Um, and if you're listening at home, a fun a fun thing that you can do along with the rest of the, the you can actually play along with the guests. You can put yourself in Kaylee's shoes here, figure out what it's like to be a. What was your sign, Kaylee? I asked you a couple times, but I don't know if you got me. Um, I'm an Aquarius. 
You're an Aquarius. You mm-hmm. can put your shoes in. You put yourself in the shoes of an Aquarius, like Kaylee, and 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 give us five stars on yeah. Apple Podcasts right now. Yeah. The Aquarius <laughs> urge to like and subscribe to Oops all <laughs> segments. Um. Okay. That was the game. It was fun, right, Kevin? It was. It was. I. <laughs> I have never experienced. The high and low that I just experienced when Thomas said I gave an amazing first impression, followed by it being the worst experience, like the, that that it's all downhill from there. Um, I was on cloud nine, I want to say, and now I feel like I'm on proud nine. I'm a proud boy now. <laughs> okay, so he made to me end so insecure show... that I found the alt right. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Looks like Whoopsie. I'm voting against my interests now. <laughs> Maybe I can turn on my people. <laughs> um, now, Kaylee, uh, is there anything you'd like to pug, plug now that we are a... Or pug. Uh, you can show something if you want. The show has been canceled rather than kept because <laughs> yeah. Ken is all right. Um, I enjoyed being on the show as long as hopefully you guys didn't regret it. <laughs> you, no, destroyed, no, no, no. you destroyed our friendship, but that's fine. It happens on a nearly weekly basis. Um, yeah. uh, is there anything that you want to point people to? Um, this is a good learning, I think, because I'm in this phase of my life of just being authentic and vulnerable. And I think, like, even when it comes down to, like, normalizing having like deep conversations or even going on a date and being like what's your attachment style like i, I kind of yeah. want to point people to not to make people feel bad or sad but live a life of just be open yeah you're plugging yeah. authenticity yeah yeah God damn holy shit um it started to make me regret some of the you know absolute dumb shit i said this whole time yeah, but I mean, it's you don't have much to worry about, Thomas, because you're so authentic that when people meet you, it's exactly what they get right away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. Uh, you belong in LA. <laughs> I need to stop exactly. you guys to cut me off exactly. before I make both of you guys. <laughs> I'm a fake. I'm a fake hater, and I'm gonna own that. Um, and isn't that the true villain monologue? Wow, this whole day. show is a bit of a villain dialogue. <laughs> yeah, a, a villain triad. Uh, tri- trialogue. Yeah, if you like Tom- the show, you can like yeah. and subscribe and rate us five stars. You can check out our other podcast, What We Do in the Basement. It's a D&D podcast with some other funny folks. You can also check out the link in our bio and submit mm-hmm. some segments. At this point, I'm also going to start plugging the fact that Club Soda Improv is probably about to perform at the Winnipeg Improv Festival. So if you want to oh, catch myself, you want to yeah. catch uh, Luke, Tom, uh, Thomas won't be there this time, uh, but you'll catch uh, Luke, myself, Jesse, uh, 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 Carrie. Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't need to list all their names. They've all been guests. Uh, come see us We're at, at the all. Winnipeg Improv Festival. Find us Club Soda Improv. And um, yeah, check out what we do in the basement. Check out uh, other episodes of this show check out being authentic next time you go to buy gas tell the cashier what's going on in your fucking tell life exactly how many dollars you have in your account when you yeah, every time they, you make a purchase if you're not show a them pussy, your bank statement tell them your social insurance number or <laughs> fin score <laughs> that, yeah exactly yeah. tell them whether or not you're a leo um, and blame it on uh, the alcohol. Thank you very much, folks. Thank you, Kaylee, for coming on the show. 
Thank you, Thomas, for fucking around and finding out. And thank you, listeners, for putting up with this. As, as we do our outro, Kevin, I want you to pretend you're getting punched and naming breakfast cereals for your Proud Boy initiation. Oh, sure, sure. And then just play the song, but let's hear a few as we sort of... Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Captain Ugh. Crunch. Uh, uh, <laughs> Fruit Loops. Uh, oh, oh, Count Chocula. Oh, 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 Tony the Tiger. Oh, he's not a cereal. Uh, what the, uh, Frosted Flakes, that's what it is. Oh, uh, You're uh, in.